everyone, welcome to the Love and Show. Today we are joined by Arij Al Hamadi, a UAE national football team player. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Casey. Thanks for having me. I'm great. Thank you. Not at all. I feel like you're probably quite busy at the moment because on July 10th, 2020, you broke the world record for most hot stepping in 60 seconds. Um, you must be doing a lot of it. What's going on at the moment? How did that even come about? Um, it must have started, honestly, I think during the lockdown uh, when a lot of these um, challenges were uh, trending on social media. And uh, I think uh, Guinness World Records were having their own like home challenges as well. Uh, so it kind of just inspired me to actually look into breaking uh, an official uh, Guinness World Records title. So I, I went online and just tried to find something in football, you know, because my background and my passion. So yeah, I found something I could do, felt comfortable with it, practiced for a few weeks and I gave it a go. 100% you gave it a go. So the previous record was <laughs> 56 and you got 86. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you give it a go you absolutely smashed it <laughs> it's it's uh it's it's a fairly simple trick i think it's just a matter of uh, fitness it's more about fitness rather than it's not a very tricky move but yeah i mean i, I disagree so what i when i first saw it i thought hot stepping was keepy uppies but it's not it's you're tapping it down and actually we yeah. tried it yeah. yesterday with a flat football, but still uh, couldn't get couldn't get two. Like it's it's <laughs> if your skills it's easy, and if you make it you made it look easy. But actually, I think it's quite difficult. <laughs> no, I mean I'm really proud to have it. I mean uh, I grew up reading these books, Dennis World Records books. So uh, to actually have a certificate and you know have my name there, it's a proud moment, really. Amazing, 100%. But I feel like you have a couple of proud moments. Like you play on the UAE national football team, and you mentioned that football is your passion. Um, how did you start your career in football? Um, well, like most girls would tell you, growing up here was difficult to find a team or anything. So you play with your brothers, your cousins, whatever in the neighborhood. Uh, but gradually, I managed to join a team in university and then play in the community league. It was all seven aside until I found an opportunity to get in touch with the national team when they were still uh, forming officially. Uh, and I tried out for them, and uh, from there, 2015 was my first, uh, yeah, first first time joining the national team, and then started uh, working on my uh, my performance until I made it to the first team, and yeah, it's a proud moment as well. It's a dream come true, really. Incredible. And you said that growing up, there was no teams, and you said that you became part of it when it was forming. So this is all new-ish, relatively to the new, to the UAE. Did you ever face any, I think, cultural challenges or challenges as a female saying, I'm going to play football when it's not traditionally a female-dominated sport in the UAE or anywhere? Yeah, I mean, uh, growing up, you always hear, uh, it's it's for boys, why are you playing this sport? Why don't you pick something else, you know? But um, we've come to a point where, you know, the, the country provides you all the opportunities now. We have national team, we have few cups. We're still facing some challenges, Uh don't have official like al or Nasa or the big cl football clubs actually uh, don't have a women's football team yet. Uh, so and culturally we still face these uh, criticism as well. You know, it's it's not for girls, blah, blah. But it, I think gradually if we keep promoting the game, if we keep playing, um, it's eventually going to uh, be accepted, you know. So, uh, yeah, we just need to keep playing. 100% and we'll talk a little bit about how it's kind of, uh, especially in the last year, women's football has become so big. But I think 
um, role models is so important. And you probably didn't have an Emirati uh, football, lady footballer to look up to when you were young. And now uh, young girls do because, you know, you're breaking Guinness World Records and the team is forming. How does it feel to be breaking those stereotypes and becoming a role model for people in your country? Uh, I think it's important. We need to show, there's a lot of girls that face this, uh, these challenges, you know, like they want to they want to pursue their dreams. They want to pursue the sports they love, you know, but they can't because they feel uncomfortable. They can't take, uh, take on all these criticism and comments from, from culture, you know, in society. So it's important to show them that it's okay. You can get through it. It's fine. There's a support. There's everything you need, you know, um, you need, you need courage, I think. Uh, but it gets easier. It gets okay. If you keep doing it, it people stop commenting you know it becomes normal so uh yeah it's important to have i didn't have it i looked up to yeah men players but now i have like as a as women's football started being televised i was able to look up to these players as uh teams started you know winning world cups and 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 uh, it's become more popular definitely uh i still look up to them now you know i i, I wish our team can be that that level we, we're just starting but one day it will i'm sure hundred percent. And you kind of touched on a couple of things there. Like last year was absolutely huge for women's football. Um, when was it the US team won the 2019 World Cup? Um, what do you hope for the future of UAE football? And, and how did that win change the way, let's say, the teams here looked at football? Or has it, did that change the way you're looking at football? Well, um I was there for the final and really I was, yeah, yeah, it was amazing, really. Like it's my first World Cup to attend as well. Uh, and it was a, you know, it's it a great game as well as the US versus Netherlands. And just the performance was amazing. They really, really uh, shaped women's football. Like everybody was really impressed by the, by the performance, by the style of play. It was, it's progressed so much within like four years. Just last World Cup was different. You don't see the same style of uh, passing football, shooting, crossing. It was everything. They're very creative football. So I loved it. And uh, it's something to look up to. And I think we're, we're in the right path. Uh, we're starting from the youngsters. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're looking to, to just develop the, the game in the, in, the, in the country by, you know, now Benias, I think, and Alain have... Uh, 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 categories for the younger teams uh, and the first team as well they're starting so I hope to see more of the clubs start you know adapting and opening up opportunities for first team women's football that that will only help progress and you know better women's football so the more we play the more there's competitions and and uh, teams the better football becomes in the region 100 percent and you mentioned players there first that you knew male players and now it's kind of opening up to female players in just for you individually, what one player style of play do you particularly look up to? Uh, well, like I said, I started <laughs> off with men, but um, I mean, two players I really uh, look up to is uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic and uh, Beckham. Zlatan, because he's honest, completely honest, went against the stereotypes, you know, or the uh, he didn't go by the rules, you know, he was very honest about, uh, he was himself. And Beckham was just a mature, professional, uh, true captain to his uh, country and national team and the clubs he's played for. And he kind of lived a fairy tale uh, of football life, you know, he won so many competitions, captain of his national team. So 
Uh, yeah, uh, those two. But for women, um, there are two uh, players like Mia Hamm and uh, Marta. They're iconic players in women's football. Uh, they shape the women's football as well. So it's something to look up to, really. And just talking about you a little bit, because I know you've travelled, obviously, with the sport. Do you have a um, favourite favorite football memory on or off the pitch that just kind of sticks out for you? Uh, for sure. Two, two moments is when you score or when your team scores for the national team. It's such an amazing feeling. 100%. And uh, national anthem, when you just come out of, uh, when you line up and you start singing national anthem, you get butterflies, you can't explain the feeling, you know, you get so excited, excited and hyped up. So, yeah, those two. Singing the national anthem every morning in school growing up and then actually to be on the pitch representing your country. I can't even imagine. Goosebumps thinking about yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every time, every time. You think it gets easy, like you get over it, but every time we come out and we sing the national anthem, we get butterflies and goosebumps. Amazing. Um, but you, you're not a full-time football player, right? So you kind of balance work life, football life. Uh, what are you doing how do you even manage that? How are you getting to professional level at the same time as holding down a job? <laughs> yeah, it completely changed when I joined the national team, obviously. And so when it's time for fun, it was twice a week. You know, it was easy after work. It's like going to the gym. Uh, joining the national team was a bit more almost full-time as well, evening full-time job. Uh, I had to sacrifice a few things, obviously, seeing my friends, uh, family, um, going out. Um, so... But it's your passion, you know, so it's easy to actually just do. And it took a little bit of time to just adapt and get used to it. And then it just becomes your lifestyle, really. It's, it's basically you go to work, you come back from work, rest a little bit, get dressed, go, good training, and then come back, dinner, sleep, and repeat. So um, it, it's, look, it's easy. It's, if you like it, if you enjoy it, it's, you can do it. 100% you do it when you have the passion. Before we get into the quiz, just a quick a quick kind of summary do you have any uh future plans for yourself regarding football or is that the dream or do you have any other guinness world record plans that you're thinking it took me three weeks to get that one i'm gonna do another one i mean we're in the uae it's constant world record breaking do you have any other plans there yeah for sure i mean uh, i'm looking into breaking a few more uh look there are challenges as well i'm not going to be the title holder for very long so i need to get a few more and i'd like to to keep him within football um, but also uh, on another note uh, just I'd eventually once I'm done with football or in parallel as I'm uh, playing I'd like to also uh, improve my knowledge in football and eventually give back to football I'm not sure where exactly my space would be uh, but definitely uh, I want to be part of the development of the game in the country amazing uh, what an amazing goal to have very cool <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Not at all. Okay, so before we leave, as always, we're back with a teeny tiny Dubai quiz where you have 60 seconds to answer as many questions as you can, and they're all themed around Dubai. <laughs> How do you feel? Uh, a little, <laughs> but I'll, I'll do my best. Okay, so yeah, so it's like general knowledge, Dubai related. Okay, so I need to open up the clock on my phone. Stopwatch, we're going to start at zero, and then we'll clock it up. Cool. Ready, steady, go. Which animals are sniffing for COVID-19 at Dubai airports? Uh, dogs. Name one Emirate which will host the Indian Premier League in 2020. 
which Emirates? Dubai? Zouk was purchased by which global online marketplace in 2017? Sorry, can you repeat that? Zouk was purchased by which global online ah, marketplace? Uh, Amazon. Which mall would you find Dubai Aquarium? Uh, Dubai Mall. Which famous Dubai rugby tournament was cancelled last week due to COVID-19? Uh, last week? Uh, I only know about the sevens. <laughs> uh, okay. Is coming to Dubai this August? Sorry, again? Which sellout British comedian is coming to Dubai this August? Ah, uh, Carr, was it? Jimmy Carr, yeah. Which country holds the largest border with Saudi? Oh, I just said that. <laughs> I didn't actually hear that. Well, two of it. Okay. I really, I How said, did I do? You did. What's the record? You got it. <laughs> Correct. You broke the record for... It's <laughs> 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 for Love and Dubai quizzes. <laughs> Uh, you actually got yes. someone got seven and you got I actually you repeated the answer so you got seven but then we cut off so you're actually tied can I ask you the last two to see if you would have gone yeah sure what is the short name for Dubai's electric and water supply uh, Diwa in which emirate is the UAE's tallest mountain Hat uh, no, Jabalali. <laughs> I mean, it has to be Dubai, right? <laughs> Which Emirates is uh, I don't know. I don't. It's tallest mountain? Tallest mountain. Ah, ah that's right. Ras Yes, yes. <laughs> so, okay. time was not on your side, but if it was, you yeah. would have had nine out of ten. Congratulations, you did amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't expect that. <laughs> Thank you. Dogs at the airport. Which Emirates? There's actually three. So, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, and Sharjah. Souk was purchased mm -hmm. by Amazon, Dubai Mall, Dubai Aquarium, Rugby Sevens was cancelled, the comedian was Jimmy Carr, you nailed that. Which country holds the largest border with the UAE? I said Saudi. So we gave it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Thank you fine. so much. Not at all. Thank you so much for joining my quiz and also for your time because I feel like you're doing a couple of media things at the moment. You must be quite busy on your yeah. uh, glorious Guinness World Record <laughs> train. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. It's all new for me, to be honest, but uh, really proud. Uh, like I said, it's it's nice to have women's football on there, you know, and just to talk about all these things like the, the challenges we face and just to to be an inspiration for any girls out there who feel, you know, they're they're alone in this or don't feel comfortable, you know, pursuing their, their sports. So happy to be talking about it. Amazing, what a great message to send. And thank you so much for joining us on the Love and Show. Guys, we are back same time, same place next week. Stay safe, wash your hands.